Are you offering your clients the experience they really want? Or are you offering them what you think they want? Join hosts Laura Gregg and David Partain from FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds as they talk with a variety of industry experts and advisors, just like you, about their latest industry research to help you develop the flexible mindset you need to rise above the crowd. Well, welcome. I hope you're well. I hope your loved ones are well, and I hope your employees and clients are well. Thank you for joining us for Stronger Every Day, the 15-minute weekly webinar that focuses on providing actual ideas for navigating through this health and market crisis. Today, we'll be talking about leveraging and enhancing technology as you move through and beyond this crisis. I'm David Partain, Head of FlexShares Marketing with my colleague, Laura Gregg, Director of Practice Management and Advisor Research here at FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds. Together, we host a new podcast series, The Flexible Advisor, that dives more deeply into industry trends, investor preferences, and advisor research with industry experts and their advisor peers. So let's get right to it with 15 minutes leveraging technology to improve client relationships. We're going to talk about staying connected with new digital technologies and some old favorites, using planning tools to keep the conversation going, and leveraging digital marketing strategies to grow your brand. Laura, I'm interested in what you mean by new digital technologies and some old favorites. So let's start there. Great. Thanks, David. So I want to tell you about a poll that we conducted on March 20th, right, as COVID was really heating up. We talked to more than 200 advisors. And at that time, and that was before the shelter-in-place ban started, um, 63% of them had already stopped in-person client meetings. When I, when I saw that, first I was impressed that advisors were already getting ahead of the curve on social distancing. And second, for the 37% uh, that hadn't uh, gone virtual at that point, you know, quite frankly, we all know that they probably are at this point now. So while the new reality uh, was and continues to be disruptive, many advisors were able to transition quite well. And those with business continuity plans, uh, transitioned even better uh, than those who had, uh, especially those who had previously stress-tested those continuity plans. But even those uh, that were not digitally inclined have or are catching up. And the really good news is that the old favorite in terms of technology, the telephone, has played a crucial role in the first month of quarantine for many advisors. So, Laura, I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. Laura, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to ask you, is it the um, is it the cordless phone or the corded phone that we get the old <laughs> favorite? <laughs> well, I'm, I can remember the corded phones, but I'm going to hope it's yes. the, uh, the cordless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and those that had the technology already in place to forward uh, from their office to their personal cell phones, it was really seamless. And for others... That might have been more difficult, but certainly not impossible. Um, So I hope by this time you've already called and personally spoken to all of your clients. Um, You know, email, of course, is a workhorse for most of us, and I spoke about it on last week's webinar, so I won't belabor it today. However, during this very uncertain time, I view email as supplemental only, having personal conversations, and more than one of them with your clients is critical. Use email to forward items you've spoken to your clients about 
use email to provide uh, tips and ideas for them to consider while navigating this uncertainty. But do not use email as your only or even primary mode of conversation. Um, virtual meetings are now a mainstay for many, which seems crazy um, because I really uh, kicked and screamed in the early days, but I love my daily virtual meetings. Um, I hope <laughs> that you are testing and using some of the tools that are available to have personal and, um, you know, uh, video conferences with your clients. And if you haven't already, it's time to dive in. Um, now more than ever, your clients are forgiving. So don't worry about it. Um, I walked my advisor through his first virtual call a couple weeks ago. Um, one, because I wanted to see his face as we discussed what was going on. And two, because I knew how beneficial using the tool would be for his business. He caught on in two minutes. It's not that difficult. Um, David, I'd like to hop out of order and ask you, if I could, to talk about leveraging digital marketing strategies to grow an advisor's brand. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting to me that you uh, were kicking and screaming our virtual team meetings uh, every morning. So um, I'm, glad <laughs> we ha I'm glad we had this uh, webinar. That's great. Well, thanks, Laura. Some of you may be fans of Michael Kittes. K-I-T-C-E-S. Yeah, there you go. And he recently did a survey of 800 financial advisors in an attempt to measure the cost of client acquisition. The survey found that the average total cost for a financial advisor to acquire a new client is $3,119 per client. What is interesting is that a significant portion of that cost was the time cost of the financial advisors themselves. And that averaged 83% of the total cost, which left only $519 as the typical spend in terms of hard dollar marketing costs, which suggests to me that utilizing easy-to-use marketing technology is important to help drive down that cost. So let's just make that assumption. That's what we're looking for, to drive down that cost for many of you. And first, first uh, uh, may have heard of the term marketing automation a process where technology is used to automate several repetitive tasks that are undertaken on a regular basis in a marketing campaign. That's it. It's just a process where technology is used to automate repetitive tasks. So don't let that overwhelm you if you see, you're seeing that for the first time. Repetitive tasks can include blast emails, collecting names on, say, a landing page where you've put some information and they have a... Um, a form that they can fill out, or even automated emails based on what users have done. So if they've gone to that landing page, they've gone to your website, clicked on something, those are all user choices. And um, they can be individual clicks on a certain link, go to a certain page, as I mentioned, or they even provide you with their information. Many wealth management firms are far behind when it comes to creating compelling customer journeys. And again, that's another marketing term. Customer journey is just the journey you take them on as an advisor to become your client. And, but most of us are behind to, in building the trust and credibility with their prospects and customers. There are a multitude of options to choose from when you look at the various marketing automation platforms. But the biggest thing to remember is that you want a system that you will actually can use and will use. I have been in this business long enough to know that I won't have the time to utilize a system 
more than once or twice per week, which means I don't want to have to relearn it every time. You want to invest in a system that is easy to use, and when you or your admin or receptionist do use it, you aren't having to relearn it all over again. That it is self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I just want to add in, we've been doing a lot of work with industry consultants to help get um, ideas out there to advisors. And there are, there are a, uh, there's no shortage of industry marketing experts that can help you through this if it seems yep. overwhelming. So I, you know, would encourage you to find somebody um, to help you through it. It's not that difficult, even for me, a technophobe. <laughs> yes. No, that's true. And it, what's interesting is when I find a system that I want to use, it usually is one that is very self-explanatory in the design. It, it tells me exactly what I need to do. And they're out there. If you go and buy the most expensive system, believe me, even the large companies like Northern Trust only end up using a portion of what it can overall do because nobody wants to have to relearn. And you, as an advisor, don't want to have to do that yourself. I can't tell you what is exactly best for you, but remember, you're attempting to get your cost of acquisition down. And that includes both the cost of the technology and your time. So what we have done is within the technology that we use, we have built out what we call a lead scoring system. It's a little more complex. Basically, it tracks the interactions that the people have with you, and then it gives you a, an alert when somebody has reached a certain point value. So just like all of us, if you think about when you spend time, whether it's on Amazon or wherever, you don't want to get called the next time you look up for something on Amazon. You don't want to get called the next day. You want to wait until you're ready to talk to somebody. And so that is the whole purpose. If you hear the term lead scoring system, that's all that means. Uh, marketing awesome automation can be great, but it has to help you get your cost of acquisition down. So remember to keep that in mind. Yeah, those are great ideas, David. Um, and, it, you know, if you have, I think we have some time, maybe you could touch on um, social media. I know a lot of advisors I've been talking with are really building out their strategy there. Yeah, it's, you know, everybody's afraid of the compliance aspect of it, but I can tell you just from what I'm reading from various surveys or industry reports that compliance is catching up. There, most, most of you will be surprised at how caught up your compliance departments are, and you should feel um, confident to go to them and ask them what, is, what works, what can work for you, and it's a powerful way. The, the issue for most of us is the the uh, content that goes with all of this. So if you're sending an email through a, a marketing automation system, you're posting on social media, it's really having a piece of content. And so let's say, for example, you run a brief survey of what your clients are expecting from you during this time. Or let's get a little more fun, what they are doing to survive being with their kids all the time. You can take that survey result and create a short white paper that describes those results, and now you have a basis for a campaign. You know, that data can then be turned into an, what we'll call an infographic or, or more of a drawing. You can record a short seminar so that your clients and prospects can attend virtually and hear the recording of what other people within your 
uh, practice or doing. And so with just a single piece of content, you can give you multiple ways for you to reach out and help make a name for yourself during this time. Those are all great ideas. Um, I wanted to jump in the next topic before we run out of time. We want to be true to the 15 minutes, but, you know, when in doubt, plan. Um, I am a planner, David knows. Um, <laughs> but, you know, leveraging financial planning technology can really help you with, convert, with client conversations. Consider using your planning tools as just another touch point, especially now. Um, I suggest taking, you know, reaching out to clients and asking them if they'd like to take another look at their short and long-term goals. Um, if you notice that changes need to be made in spending or saving, um, it's so much better to let them know that earlier uh, rather than later to keep them as close to on track as possible. And I'm sure in many cases you'll be able to reassure them that their plans are still okay. Um, I know it feels like for many that everything has just, you know, fallen away and uh, that uncertainty can be very disconcerting. You know, the really great news is that some of the large financial planning tool companies are offering access for little to no cost during this time to advisors. So if you don't currently have access to a digital tool, now is a great time to give it a try. And, you know, some advisors that I've spoken with recently uh, say that they've uh, given their uh, clients a lot of comfort by providing a number. So what do I mean by that? You know, um, there, there's a number that, you know, even as assets decline, things may still be on track for longer-term goals, um, you know, the date of retirement or, or whatever. So they have given their clients a number, and it depends, obviously, on uh, the client. It could be $1 million, it could be $5 million. But they tell them, uh, you know, you don't need to worry unless and until your balance hits this number. So if you've got clients that are going into the portal every day and, you know, see that, that up and down that we're, we're struggling with right now and are calling you, you may be able to put them at ease. Um, I don't want to ever suggest that you don't want to talk to your clients, but if you've got those that call you every day or every time the market declines, um, this may be a, well, a way to reassure them and help them know that everything's going to be okay. And you can remind them, of course, that you will be in contact with them if they start moving toward that number. But in most cases, a lot of your clients are just fine and they need to know that and hear it from you. Uh, that's, that's a great way to close, Laura. Well, we've promised 15 minutes and our time is up for today. These Stronger Everyday webinars will be available shortly as a podcast under the Flexible Advisor podcast series wherever you download your podcasts. So please subscribe today. Laura and I will be back live next Wednesday at noon Central Time to provide you with further practice management insights. In the meantime, if you have further questions, please call the ETF sales line at one 855 FlexETF. That's 1-855-353-9383. Or you can just go to FlexShares.com. For myself, Laura, and the whole ETF team at FlexShares, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to getting stronger every day. Thank you for listening to the Flexible Advisor Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds or Northern Trust. 
All investments involve risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider the FlexShare's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. This and other information is in the prospectus and a summary prospectus, copies of which may be obtained by visiting www.flexshares.com. Read the prospectus carefully before you invest. Foresight Fund Services, LLC Distributor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Although we attempt to keep the information complete and current, we do not warrant that the content herein is accurate, complete, or current. We make no commitment to update the content herein. It is your responsibility to verify any information before relying on it. The content of this podcast may include technical inaccuracies. We may make changes in the products and or services described herein at any time. We provide you this information with the understanding that we are not rendering accounting, legal, or tax advice. Please consult your legal or tax advisor concerning such matters.